this is Richard, and this is the Dude Be a Show. Welcome back. Um, how is everyone doing today? And before we actually get into that, let me introduce my hosts. Uh, I don't think we did this properly on our first episode. Uh, but we have Brandon as one of our hosts. He's actually the newest member to the Dude Be a Show. He is our producer. He's an amazing all-around guy. He does things, and he's very much into technology. Then we have Jose. <laughs> He <laughs> he uh he just shows up sometimes and then he makes us laugh. And he's an amazing all-around person who maybe sometimes likes to poison his cousin with pizza. JK. No, I'm just kidding. He doesn't do that. But uh our last <laughs> host is actually Juan. And the reason I bring it up is that he's actually out this week due to food poisoning from pizza. And uh he won't be joining us today. Um but if you stay tuned, we'll tell you guys what type of pizza poisoned him so you know to never go there ever again. <laughs> so with that being said, how's everyone doing today? Um, Brandon, what's uh, what's new with you today, bro? What's uh, what's new in the life of Mr. Brandon? Well, nothing much, really. Um, just been chilling, finishing homework, uh, just enjoying my vacations as much as I can, and just... And having a good time hanging out with friends and whatnot here in the podcast that we have here in Dubious. Oh, there you go. Uh, Jose, what have you been up to, bro? Um, not much, man. I'm just literally trying to f- stay busy. This COVID fight boredom, man. It's like, I'm sure we're all <laughs> together when I'm saying we're, like, we're fed up with this, man. And like, we're running out of things to do <laughs> and learn. Oh, definitely. You know? definitely, definitely. And I'm sure there's yeah. those there's that thing we all started back in March, like, oh wow, we have time to do things now. I'm gonna pick up coding. I'm gonna learn how to play the guitar. And we did it for a couple weeks and gave up. And maybe <laughs> those yeah, maybe those listening, hey, um, go back to it. We're gonna we're we're gonna be doing this for a little longer. Might as well pick up that guitar. Yeah, it's funny because yeah, um, I I picked I tried learning coding and I kind of like stopped in the middle of it. So. <laughs> It's perfect time to keep going, Brandon. We're gonna be on this COVID ship for for quite some a little more. Um, I I actually 100% believe that. I think we're gonna. I hate to say it, but I don't I don't see us getting out of COVID for a while. Um, I think it's gonna become something similar to like the yearly flu, where it just comes back around, and then you know we take the test. We don't take the or not the test, but the. Uh, the vaccine, the flu shot, the COVID shot, whatever. We can go ahead and try and take those. Maybe they work, maybe they don't. Um, and then they just kind of alter it every year for, you know, general uh, strains of the virus that could possibly come out. Which kind of sucks to say, but I don't. I really don't see this, you know, ever going away. <laughs> getting better soon. <laughs> I mean, I can see things getting better. I just don't see, you know, uh, I just don't see the COVID virus going away, you know. It's, it's, I think it's going to stick around no matter what. Just, like I said, similar to the flu. And then that way, you know, you just take your flu shot or just try and be a little bit more careful towards the end of the year. And then, you know what I mean? Yeah. Stay safe. Mm-hmm. Or try your best to stay safe, at least. Yeah. So, how was how, today? Today actually is Sunday. Um, yeah. So, what did you guys do on the weekend? Huh. Mm, Other than nothing. work? Did you guys work? No? Yeah, dude, I have made it a uh, a personal mission of mine to never work the mon- uh, the weekends unless I absolutely have to. 
Oh, uh, I actually played D&D yesterday. So I don't oh, know if really? you guys have played D&D, but it's actually pretty fun. Uh, especially when you get a really good group to play with. It makes uh, makes experience so much fun. And you honestly... Uh, yeah, go ahead, bro. <laughs> I, I'd love to play. I've never played. I've heard you play before, and I've always been interested. And um, I just... I like it, I'm scared to bring it up like I feel like it's past my time where it's like people like if I were to go show up I'm gonna get God knows what happens in D&D <laughs> but I think I'm gonna you know the equivalent of getting like my shit no, ran man. you know I actually listen I to po- I actually listen to podcasts of uh, where people playing D&D and stuff like that it's actually very interesting and it's not bad I would actually like to play it <laughs> beat his ass man beat his ass <laughs> Uh, for those that don't know, uh, Richie, I guess he has a pet, and he went to go chase him. You gotta kick his ass. <laughs> Wait, what no, no, I'm this? playing. We, I'm playing. I'm playing. Don't Pete. No one call Peter. Cat's <laughs> ass. Oh, I don't, dude. I don't know what he was doing. He was like, he was tearing up the carpet. I was like, what the fuck's going on? And I'm surprised you guys heard that because the input should only be in my microphone. But anyways, that's not here or there. Um. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know what the fuck my cat's doing right now, but he was like he was doing something. Ham. Yeah, he was, he was ripping out the carpet right now. Jesus. Um, but yeah, guys. So other than that, that's cool. I, I, you know, D and D, it's pretty fun. Honestly, what I would say is you really need a good imagination for it, um, unless you start buying stuff for your campaign. D and D is actually not bad. It's actually very interesting. I'm pretty sure all of us could. Uh try playing D&D. Maybe if we get a, a dungeon master and stuff like that on here, we could probably try it out. Yeah. What's uh, dungeon you know, master? It's the it's basically the person who enforces the rules. Oh, it's, you need like someone said, like that? Yeah, because so, ba- so D&D is basically, um, it's like playing an RPG game, except there's a person who's actively making the levels and the different encounters that you gotta do and the, like creating the monsters that you gotta fight. So this so person the, is like in charge, but doesn't play. Basically, got it. So, I, I, yo, <laughs> that sounds like something perfect for me. So what they do is like they design the encounter. So like, let's say today's mission is you gotta go liberate a small town or something, and you know the people playing would do that while the DM tries to. He doesn't try and kill you. I mean, he kind of does, but. The main thing you try, like the DM tries to do is make it fun for everybody, so that everyone's having a good time while playing. You know what I mean? Got it. Got it. Yeah. I'd be definitely interested to try. That'd be that sounds like fun. Yeah, for sure, bro. I mean, we could give it a shot. Yeah, that'd yeah. be fun. So now that we're on that, I'd love to talk about like just like nostalgia stuff like that, because I know that like D and D has a big following and people will. Like, there's people out there that don't agree with those people that play D&D and, like, think of them like, oh, they're nerds, this and that. And, like, you know, you're free to do whatever you want. And, like, me, I don't think they're nerds. I'd love to <laughs> learn how to play. Fuck it. You know? But one I thing I do have a problem with is um, WWE fans outside of being children. Like, older oh. WWE fans. They um, All right. In case you guys didn't know, there's definitely a following for that. And it's, like, older people that pay constantly for these pay-per-views as if they were like UFC fights, boxing fights, which we all watch. 
Like, right. I wanted to hear what you guys think about all this. Would you pay for a WWE pay-per-view? Well, Just for yourself, not for a party? I, I want to say something before we get into it. I actually remember that there's a... I'm pretty sure Juan is going to know... Would know who I'm talking about. But there was this kid in middle school that was really into <laughs> wrestling. Uh, Raw and <laughs> WWE and all that stuff. Uh, and also was really into anime. But, I mean, nowadays, who isn't into anime? But I digress. Yeah. Um, this kid was like super into fucking wrestling and um, and he would literally act out like I forgot the guy's name the one that undead guy uh, what's his name Undertaker oh, Undertaker? Undertaker yeah he okay. would literally do his fucking poses and all that stuff like do the eye thing the hair the eye thing with the tongue out yeah he would literally do all of that and, he, and, oh and it went from and I went from middle school, I think, to high school. Keep doing that, and I actually bumped into him in college when I was going to Chafee College, and um, I thought he was gonna be a a, a weeb, you know, like a single weeb. I thought he was gonna like get fat, like you know, your typical single weeb. And um, I mean, not saying that all weebs are the same, because we get a big variety of them, but. Uh, Okay, you know what? <clears throat> let me um, let me ask you something real quick. Yeah, what's a weeb just for so the audience? So a weeb that is uh, basically a person that's very into a certain type of uh, niche for anime. At this point, it's for anime, um, but it could be anything really. But it, it's somebody that's very into something like passionately. And okay, um, cool, cool, cool. So now that they know you, go ahead, bro. Yeah, so then I, I saw him in college, like, a couple years back before I joined the military, and he still he still acted the same way, uh, surprisingly. And, and it's kind of, not I don't want to say disturbing, but, like, you know, he was mm-hmm. a very big wrestler guy still, so. Oh, um, he still is a big wrestler guy. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, I really don't. I'm telling you, there's, yeah. there's people like that that are big into this shit, and I don't understand. Yeah, so my question is, would you... <laughs> What do you think of a like me? Not if you didn't really know me as much as you do now, but you heard that like on a Sunday, I am buying these pay per views to WWE, but inviting nobody other than just for me myself. Okay, so um, here's what I think. Uh, I so to answer your first question is I wouldn't personally pay a pay per view for any of that stuff. Uh, wrestling's cool, but. I mean, I barely watch it in a group setting, so I 100%. <laughs> so I, I I don't really watch it in, like, an individual setting. Uh, I haven't watched wrestling since I was a kid. Uh, and then to kind of add to what you said earlier about, uh, like, why someone would do that, I think it's for the same reason that anyone holds on to anything that kind of seems childish. I think it reminds them of a simpler time. Maybe like it's, nostalgic you know... Type. Yeah, uh, you know what I mean. Like maybe, maybe mm-hmm. it has some relevance to them. Maybe they they grew up with their dad or like, brother or whatever. I don't want people thinking I'm hating on them because like I I find it very interesting and I can get behind people that like make podcasts about the WWE. I love hearing about it. I just yeah. can't understand how like it has a follow base like that. I wonder if it's like strictly for um like a livelihood for like a marketing purpose. Like I know I can make money doing this. Like, is it that, or do they just have a passion for the WWE? Right. I mean, I I wouldn't even know where to begin with, you know what I mean? Like I said, <laughs> I can only assume. 
<laughs> I, I can only assume, you know, that they, it has something to do with um, with their childhood, and maybe you know because of that, it means a lot to them. Uh, and the only reason I say that is because I'm I'm like 29 years old and I still play Pokemon, right? Some people might think that's like, damn, dude, like get a life, right? Grow up or something. But the thing is, is like Pokemon has a lot of like significance to me in a big way. It's something that I like made a lot of friends with, especially in high school. I met like my group of friends there, and we all play Pokemon. Mm-hmm. So I know some people might think that that's really weird. Um, so, but I don't know, you know, like maybe maybe it's that kind of thing for them. Maybe they just like uh, the drama of it, because I know it's like real drama heavy. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. oh, you know, this week on I was about to say Dragon Ball Z. You know, this <laughs> week on Raw, you know, like watch so-and-so do this to so-and-so in the cage match <laughs> tables ladders you know what i mean like i'm not gonna sit here and lie to you it is pretty hype especially when they start like really going at each other's neck <laughs> like it's, it's pretty entertaining but i don't know that i like i said that Definitely. i ever sit there and watch it myself yeah and, and i kind of get it because um just like how you said uh, about dragon ball z that you're you were about to say it but um with my dad when i when I don't want to miss an episode of, I don't know, Attack of Titans or Naruto or, or Boruto at this point, but uh, anything right now uh, animated, my dad's always like, oh, you're, you're almost a 30-year-old and you're still watching cartoons mm-hmm. and shit. And I was like, well, no, dad, it's, it's not a cartoon anymore. It's maybe, an anime. Mm-hmm. <laughs> maybe maybe it is just that, like, you know, people are never going to see the view of it. Yeah. And to, every, to each their own. Do what makes you happy, man. Yeah. But I mean, to my defense, yeah. anime is not cartoon. Uh-huh. It's not a cartoon because no, it's super not, not dramatic. No, not what it's become now, dude. No, it it's... is crazy what anime is now. Yeah. Dude, anime I didn't like really anime. Cool, and like, I just watched my first anime, and it's about fucking volleyball. <laughs> oh, that anime is so hard. That anime dude, is so badass. <laughs> I know, dude. I'm in love with it. Like, dude, I'm over, I, I went out and bought a fucking volleyball net and a volleyball, and I'm over here, you know. Fucking no shit hammond. yeah dude like i and then i stopped myself i was like yo like god damn <laughs> yeah i remember my <laughs> i remember my first sports anime it was a uh, prince of tennis oh god <laughs> you got, i gotta that check that out right. <laughs> yeah that shit got me into tennis actually bro do you, you to those out there that don't know about this um anime i'm talking it's check it out bro slappy ball is the shit <laughs> slappy ball oh my god <laughs> It's it's pretty cool. I'm not gonna lie. Uh, I really, uh, you know. Okay, so let's. I really want to talk about anime now that we're on the topic. Yeah, yeah. Let's go and wrap up. <laughs> let's wrap up this talk about <laughs> fuck, fuck the of, WWE of really real wrestling, and then we'll and then we'll <laughs> go to anime. So and, and just to be clear, it's not like I hate on wrestling. I like I said, I like wrestling. Yeah, right? I, used to bro, like wrestling. I don't want, and I, I don't and want I'd still watch it honestly. But <laughs> I don't want none of you <laughs> showing up with the steel chair to my house. <laughs> Yeah, could you imagine that? Hey, we're gonna sell hey, this right now. You're the one talking shit. You're the one talking <laughs> shit, bro. I'm shipping this fucking steel cage right now. <laughs> oh shit! You know what I mean. So I, you know, I'm not like I said. I I don't hate on anyone who watches it. I I wouldn't personally do it. It's not really like my shit, so I don't really give a fuck. <laughs> um, but it is it is cool. You know, it is badass, and you know, maybe some people like it. Maybe some people don't like it. I don't. You know, whatever. All I know is that. If it, if you're into it, if it's if it's fun for you, then fuck it, go for it. You by, know what I mean? By like, all means, do yeah. it. Yeah, exactly. Yep. All right. So, 
about this anime. So what, what, what do you, what did you want to bring into the, into the conversation? Um. So what are you guys' thoughts on anime right now? Uh. And I and I guess the first thing is. Do you consider anime a child's cart? Like, do you consider it children's cartoons, or do you consider it an adult form of entertainment? So, um, I don't know if you want to start, Jose, because I mean, I have hours, sure, I right? have thousands of yeah. hours under my belt. So. That's what I'm saying. You are the, <laughs> you guys are anime experts, and I'm fairly new to the game. Yeah. So I I believe I'm anime. Um, like I mean, growing up, we all watched cartoons, and I'm assuming you know you, I watched Yu-Gi-Oh, Pokemon, uh, Dragon Ball Z. They're all animes, but I never really thought about it as an anime. And now that I'm watching all these that are coming out, that are people are trying to watch, get me to watch. Like I hear Attack on Titan, I hear on um, like Death Note. I think they told me, you know, I've never watched anything myself, but um, for some reason, I walked in on my sister watching that um, you know, Slappy Ball volleyball anime. And um, it caught my attention. And she was watching reason, it for like, other you know, reasons, bro. Yeah. So then I was like, you know what? Because she's big into anime, too. She watches all this. So I was like, I gave it a shot. And then, like, I found myself going through, like, fucking two seasons of it in, like, uh, two nights. Mm-hmm. And um, No shit. Yeah, dude. So then I came to the conclusion that anime, like, it, like the what I was reading into is, like, these character developments, the story that you fall in love with it and you're just, like, addicted to this shit. And I personally think now it's changed my whole, like, perspective, my, like, my mindset on it. Yeah, dude, like, go. I can see why people love this. And like you said, do what you love. And now I think, like, now with Twitter coming around, like, before I can see how, like, oh, you watch anime, you're a nerd. Or, like, you're a weave, whatever Brandon was calling him earlier. But, um, yeah now it's like it's cool to watch anime almost like you don't watch anime you're not a cool kid anymore is what i'm getting the sense out of Um, and um i personally wish i need to get back in i need to start watching some of these because that volleyball shit dude volleyball anime think about it volleyball (laughs) and that's that's the only experience anime i have and dude i am sold like sign me up i'll watch all the shit you want me to watch so i'm gonna just uh, I'm gonna let you. I'm gonna say it like this. What I think is special about anime is that it tells a lot of stories that we probably couldn't like, or not hear or see or whatever. Not so. It tells a lot of stories that we wouldn't normally see on TV in America, right? Uh, I, th- I think American TV is kind of boring for the most part. I mean, don't get me wrong. As a kid, I used to watch a lot of TV shows. Um, just a few that stick out to me is like the OC on Fox 11, mm-hmm. um, the Jersey Shore, Next, you know, just a lot of like reality TV. And then one day, you know, I was watching Cartoon Network and then, I mean, I don't know if this happened for, you know, everyone else, but for me, <clears throat> I was watching Cartoon Network and it got late one day on a Saturday. And then, you know, I saw this robot walk onto a ship and I was like, what the fuck is this? And there's all these cartoons started playing. And I was like, yo, what the fuck? These cartoons are cool. And they had really cool <laughs> fight scenes. And then they started saying bad words. And I was like, yo, these fucking cartoons, man. So <laughs> it was, you know what I mean? Like for me, that was my first exposure to anime. And dude, it was like, it just, it, it opened up the gates for what was possible. You know what I mean? Like once I started mm-hmm. with this, I was like, holy shit. Like I can, I can really like watch stuff i can really see stuff that i kind of really like and i like that you know the animation and it keeps me engaged and it keeps me wanting to watch and then when the stories are like hard-hitting stories that touch on shit Mm -hmm. you'd never 
you know, like, expect these to. These stories aren't like child, exactly child friendly anymore. No, 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 not like even, the, no, no. I've, I've seen it. Like, yeah, motherfuckers are getting chopped up and shit. <laughs> yeah, like some some of these enemies are gnarly, and it's not yeah. to say that you shouldn't watch them, right? No, um, but that um, attracts the audience of the older crowds. Like, yo, they're killing people. Fuck yeah. Yeah, so it it goes pretty damn hard. I'm not gonna lie. So you know, ever since then, to me, it was just like, yo, let's go. Like this anime stuff, I'm 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 here for it. And uh, for like to kind of echo like what Jose said is I <clears throat> there's some animes that I watched that I never thought I'd really like, and one of them is called Food Wars, which is basically yeah, about this kid fucking... who learns how to cook food. <laughs> <laughs> and you're kind of like, what the fuck? A kid learning to cook food? Like, okay, don't give me that. But dude, when I tell you this anime is so badass, and it like made me want to start cooking, and it made me like appreciate the intricacies of how people like what it takes to become a master chef and do these things, bro. It was like next level stuff for me. Honestly, it was actually, really next. I'm dead ass. Like, <laughs> yeah, actually, for me, uh, when I started watching Food Wars, um. It, it kind of rekindled my passion for cooking in a way because I started making the same dishes uh, that they make in the show. And it's not really? easy because they don't explain everything completely. They just like, yeah, they, they, they are like, oh, yeah, mm-hmm. I, made, I use these ingredients. And, and, you know, they show you the basics, but they don't really go into detail like a recipe card. Mm-hmm. Um, but there are people out there on YouTube that do the same thing that are actual, like, super professional chefs. And they find a way to make it, so I kind of like replicate replicate it off of their uh, vision. Um, and yeah, like in my in my case, um, I, I want to say I got exposed to it uh, with uh, Sailor Moon and fucking Dragon Ball Z uh, <laughs> in Mexico Same. when when I was living oh, in Mexico. And and the thing is, one of the things that I noticed was that uh, in Mexico they don't really uh, what's it called. They don't really block a lot of the bad words. They they actually translate it the way it is. Uh, for instance, in Dragon Ball Z, here in the States, when the Majin Buu arc happened, in Mexico, there's a scene where like uh, Majin Buu flips uh, Goku off and stuff like that, I think. And <laughs> here, here in the States, yeah. here in the States, they don't show it, but in Mexico, they do. So it's... Um, it, it was very interesting. So that was my first exposure, but like it, it was, that's what got me hooked onto it. That's when I started watching uh, Digimon and actually started liking it more than Pokemon in a way. Um, and started watching all the, I was more interested into those instead of like uh, Looney Tunes and Animaniacs and all that stuff. But, um, <clears throat> and also I would stay up late to watch Toonami and you watch Yu Yu Hakusho yeah. and all those good animes. Uh, and and whatnot but um now compared to back then uh anime has changed a lot uh it's more it's gotten to the point where like they make such good uh uh, movies or even episodes where where i've i've literally cried in in a couple of uh, movies like uh your name is that's one of the a good anime uh your something in april i forgot the name your lie in April, and, and there, there's a lot of good dr- drama animes out there too that that are nothing compared to soap operas or novellas or anything like that. Man, it's it's just like a whole different thing that gets to like goes in deep into your heart and soul. 
but uh, definitely a lot of people don't really like um sit down and, and want to watch those things um uh, and, and really try to see how it is and i, I could say that because of uh, my ex my ex mother-in-law was kind of like that a skeptic until one day i sat down and i started wa- playing a movie which is the, your name is and mm-hmm. and now we i was watching it with my ex-wife and they were like they were so invested into it that to the point where they were talking to the TVs, being like, "Hey, you know, no do shit. this, do that." Yeah, yeah. that's so, funny. So it's just like people just have to give it a chance, especially nowadays. Because back then, yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna tell you right now that if you go back and watch some of the anime, like Sailor Moon, like you're gonna be like, "Man, this shit's ass, bro." I don't even know why I watched this shit when I was younger, but. <laughs> But I mean, so I, Sailor Moon's kind of cool. I'm not gonna lie to you. I, I like Sailor Moon when I watched it. Um, that was one of the first animes that I got into as well. It was like Sailor Moon, Dragon Ball Z. So it was like a lot of those tsunami. Uh, one that I was really <clears throat> like, one that I would say is probably the one that like really got me into anime. It was Death Note. Um, yeah, which is like a psychological mm. thriller, and it has all this drama yeah, yeah. in it. <clears throat> and it's something that I never expected to, you know, really like. Because the premise is kind of, like, stupid, right? Like, this kid gets a book that can kill the people. And then you're just kind of like, uh, you know, uh, whatever, you know. But, dude, if it wasn't, like, the, you know, the best anime that I ever watched. <clears throat> so, it, you know, to me, anime is, it's pretty special. And and honestly, because of it, I've I've stopped watching most regular TV. Uh, yeah. I don't, I don't really, you know, I have, um, like, a streaming package. On my, you know, through Spectrum, which is my internet provider. And I don't, Mm. you know, I I don't ever use it. Uh, The only time I ever remember using it is just to watch, like, the Rick and Morty premieres. (laughs) Because we have Cartoon Network on it. But, like, yeah, dude, anime. uh, It's so, like, you know, it's it's such a cool experience when you uh, give it a chance. And I think one of the shows that, like, really made my heart bleed. And it kind of, like, made me cry. Was, a Full Metal Alchemist. I don't know if you guys have ever heard of that yeah, show yeah, or yeah, ever yeah. watched it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. But that show, um, it was pretty intense, you know? Like, it's two brothers basically uh, trying to figure out a way to get their bodies back to normal while also, you know, trying to unravel the mysteries of life and uh, death and dealing with God and heaven and hell. It's... I know, you know, it might sound like a very religious anime, but it, it's honestly not, you know. I don't want to say too much for the people who hear this podcast and decide they want to go watch Full Metal Alchemist. Because if, if you're hearing us talk about it, I, I honestly, if you don't watch any other anime, please make sure you watch Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood. I guarantee you'll fall in love with every character in there. And, and what's so special about them is you get to watch them um, grow as people. You know, and it's so funny to say as people, but you get to watch them grow as people through every episode. And then by the time you're done with the season, you know, they they might be someone completely different from where you started. And maybe their values got shaken up or, you know what I mean? And maybe their ideologies changed. But to me, that's what makes anime so special is you get to go on this ride with these characters and watch them change. Mm -hmm. And then before you know it, you know, like... You're just so invested. You're like, damn, like, what the fuck am I doing? <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. so, that's what I'm telling you. This this yeah. character development in anime is ridiculous, dude. 
and I, I noticed that from that volleyball anime like it's a fucking volleyball and I'm over here invested into these characters like like I'm hoping for the best for them and shit as if it's like real live TV and then like I see them lose them like a like they're they're whatever they're in this tournament and they lose a match and they they look so sad I'm like fuck man I really thought they were gonna win this time <laughs> <laughs> like no I feel it bro I feel it yeah man yeah dude that anime fucked me up yeah and it's just but like, it's so funny huh oh go it, ahead Brandon very uh, yeah, very funny and it's crazy how um how you you get so into it that you see that there's you know, you like get invested oh no, yeah but like you see that there's like three seasons four seasons and next thing yeah. you, you watch it all and you bench watch that shit for in a day yeah, it's like, you're like oh I got homework to do but fuck that I'm watching this shit first yeah but like um i don't know i've been in those like in that benching hole because you get you stuck it's like a black hole you get stuck into that shit and once you finish it you start looking for the sequel or you start looking for something similar and then you find something Mm -hmm. and you stay stuck to that shit you don't you don't get up Mm -hmm. because i spent a whole weekend watching anime one time well several times i'm not gonna lie but um it's just that it's kind of like reading a book but you're watching it in a way and it's just like you just get mm-hmm. really invested in and nowadays it's it's it teaches you um a lot of morals a lot of good things about of life without having to actually go out there and experience them um one one good example would be naruto naruto is one of the big ones since it's been going on, it went on for like what 15 years roughly yeah it was a long it was a long anime yeah, it's just also you just have to pay attention to to the whole story and, and overall and, and know what's going on in, in, into it and stuff like that. Um, but I just love being able to see the hidden messages that the author's trying to put out and stuff like that into it, especially when you break it down. But yeah. Definitely interesting. So I, I kind of want to like bring this back to our old topic. Uh, you know, would you pay to go see an anime movie in the theater? That's you I've know? done it before. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I right. would say yeah because of uh, like for instance, I saw Dragon Ball the, Z. Yeah, the Dragon Ball Z. I, I went to go watch it too. I watch it online because you know how okay. people like leak that shit. I watch it online mm-hmm. and then I watch it on the theaters. So. But, oh uh, really? Yeah, but honestly, did you feel guilty? No, or what? No, but I mean, I I, I don't regret going to the theaters watching mm-hmm. it because it was a whole different experience. Yeah, uh, yeah I've no, yeah. I, I've a uh, I went definitely. to go see the Dragon Ball Z movie in theaters with uh, with a couple of our friends, and I really uh, was surprised at how good Dragon Ball Z. I mean, Dragon Ball Z is pretty cool. I like it, but it's even better in a movie setting. You know, when you got that. 3D surround sound system. You got those leather chairs. Cause oh, well, we went to AMC, right? Yeah. And I, and I don't mean to bring up some random shit, but dude, I love AMC's movie theaters. Like their chairs, and I mean the customer service isn't like super great, but the chairs <laughs> and like the different stuff that you can do, like buy alcohol or buy snacks or whatever. Like, yeah, I get down with that shit. I like it. So sounds like <clears> you miss <throat> it. Oh, dude, if you don't even know how much i miss it i i love the movies dude mm. i really did love going to the movies even though the experience would cost you like 50 oh, bucks yeah. <laughs> you know like 80 bucks every time you go because i don't know about you guys but i i'd uh, i like to buy snacks and i like to buy drinks and yeah. i like to do the whole movie experience i don't you know i don't always buy food but 
you know, I've been on a few dates where I do buy, yeah. you know, like nachos or burgers or whatever, and it can get a little bit expensive, but it's fun in the end for me at least. Yeah. So, so that's, that's kind of interesting. Cause, um, I, I've been, I I've gone to the movies in other countries like Argentina and uh, Mexico. And, um, obviously it's the same, it's the same thing as anywhere else as here and stuff like that. But one thing is that I love going to theaters in Mexico because it's dirt cheap. <laughs> it's super cheap. Is oh, it? Really? it is, bro. You know, whatever you you would spend half. I would. Let's say Richie, you go on a date, right? And yeah. normally you what spend a uh, sixty to a hundred dollars, eighty dollars. Well, like if you so, I like to buy the uh, the Dolby Digital Surround. Okay. So you're paying a premium for like the extra chair. So okay. So I'm gonna give you a reason, and this is like my logic to the movies. Okay. So I can buy the cheap tickets, and I can go to like the Terra Vista, and spend like ten bucks on a ticket, whatever. But mm-hmm. so here's my logic, right? I'm I'm an adult, dude. I got money. Okay. Uh, <laughs> let's start there. And like, if there's one thing that ruins my fucking movie going experience, is people that are fucking like talking during the movie. Or, like, little kids crying in the fucking movie theaters. Like, dude, that shit takes me out, bro. So, the way I see it is if you spend a little extra money for the IMAX or the Dolby Digital or whatever. Yeah. You know, most people aren't going to be down to do that. And so, nine Ah. out of ten times. Yeah. Don't don't go, like, fucking spoiling my secret out here to the meadow, okay? So, nine out of ten times, if you're spending the extra, like, ten bucks... Just so you can have a good movie going experience, which is kind of fucked up, right? But I promise you, if you spend the extra money, you'll end up A, having a better experience just because the, the um, like what they're trying to do in that specific showing of the movie is better. B, you won't get those little shit kids, you know, <laughs> fucking up your movie experience. Richie, do you and, hate children? <laughs> no, I don't hate kids. I just hate when people fucking like yell and shit. Or they go, ooh, like, dude, really? Like, <laughs> no, no, don't open only, the door. Only in Cali. Only in Cali. <laughs> He's behind you. Or like those <laughs> random ass kids that, you know, like their parents let them go out for the first time. And they're like in the back of the movie theater, you know, trying to touch each other up and shit. Like, dude, yeah. come on. Like, I get it. I know that this is like probably the only time you guys got to be doing some horny shit. But, yo, come on. <laughs> I'm trying to watch a fucking movie out here. Um, But, but yeah, so. That's the that's my secret technique. You spend the extra money to get into the expensive movie theaters, and then you don't get fucked up. Then you can actually get like room like not room service, but then you get people like all you gotta do is push a button and they show up, and then they get you whatever you need. You know, you need a refill on your coke, got it. You need more alcohol, got it. You need food, got it. Like, trust me, trust me when I tell you, it is the most worth it experience. And and if you become a member, like a gold member or whatever, yeah, then you get discounts on top of all your stuff, and then you get like rewards points and then after a while it just pays for itself it's godlike oh, yeah. <laughs> it's so godlike no yeah and and so the thing is um i i love going to the 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 those uh movie theaters I, i'll spend the extra money for it now what i what i'm saying is that uh in in mexico the they have a vip section which i think is kind of like the imax or whatever but the vip section is kind of like a restaurant so you get you, there's this button you press on on your armrest, and then somebody from the movie theater comes in and takes your order while the movie is going, or even before the movie's going. Same thing, liquor and all that stuff, um, and and it's awesome. I love it. And, and here in Washington, they have kind of like this the same thing, but it's a specific the specific um theater, 
and it's like almost an hour and a half away from here. And it, I think if I would do a date, it it would end up being like almost two hundred dollars here, right? Wait, so is it should. one of those that has like the huh? the bed and stuff though? Yeah, like uh, it's not a bed, but like you could recline your fucking chairs. Yeah, like all the, over like the luxury stuff. Yeah. yeah, yeah, where you get like a dinner and yeah, yeah. yeah anyway, so that they have those out here. For what I've seen, that they only have that in that one theater, not in the other ones, but mm. in like AMC and stuff like that. You get your recliner. Like for what I've seen, mm. I haven't seen any. Um, uh, liquor and all stuff here. I've seen it in California when I went to visit, but um, mm-hmm. in Mexico you get the whole thing for how much was it? like <laughs> three hundred and something pesos, which was twenty five to thirty five dollars. Quick math for like two people, two people twenty five to thirty five dollars. Well, That's it's less than that yeah. because um, you said like about three hundred pesos. The peso, if I'm not mistaken, it's upwards of twenty, right? Yeah, now. roughly. So, yeah. so twenty so pesos you're less per than buck. 20. Yeah, yeah. So you're yeah. paying like fifteen. Yeah, so it's Oof. it's dirt cheap, man. I love it, dude. Um, but you know, I, like even in Mexico, they get new things going in like 4D and stuff like that. Uh, but I didn't really, yeah. I didn't really like 4D. Well, like what you were saying, that that stuff that you're talking about, that luxury theater, they're they're becoming a thing out here in LA now. It's like we still got to drive a little bit of out. Mm-hmm. But, um, dude, they're expensive, but you get, like, a whole bed, and you can order liquor, like, you know, your, wi- your glass of wine, a dinner, everything, man. Yeah. No, yeah, yeah, definitely. And it's, uh, that, okay, if we think going to the movies, just AMC is expensive, what the fuck you think that costs? But, yeah, like, even, even when I was in Korea, Korea's theaters oh, okay. are super different, too. Oh, my God, dude. They even have, like, this section where, uh... It's couple section, so it's kind of like a. Bu- it's literally a bubble, and then you just uh-huh. sit in there, so you get your privacy and stuff. So I don't know. I don't know what you could do in there or anything like that. I never really been in one of those. I just saw it, and when I was walking into the theaters, I saw the little bubble. But other than that, it was actually pretty cool. That sounds tight. Um, I like I said, I dude, I love the movies. I I miss it so much. And don't get me wrong, it's not like I'm so too bougie for the movies. Uh, like, I've been on dates where like we bring in like taco, not tacos, burritos. Yeah, you know the girl sneaks it in in the bag, and I know you know they're not dumb. The people at the, at the fucking concession stand, they're not stupid. You know when they rip your tickets to let you in, they can smell that crap <laughs> on you. You know, but they're not getting paid enough to give a shit. So you know it. <laughs> You know what I mean? I, I, like, I, I, I can smell the double chicken and guac. Yeah, no shit. <laughs> so you know, like it's 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 fun, dude. I to me, that's like one of the experiences that I really like miss the most from pre-pandemic. But you know what's hilarious is that I don't really care for the drive-in. <laughs> oh, I love the yeah. movies. Don't really give a shit I about like the, the drive-in. drive-in. Yeah. Yeah. Well, if we're talking about that, I what I miss the most is like a theme park. Like, I hadn't been to a theme park even before COVID in a while, but, like, now that it got taken away from me, that's all I could think about. Like, I want to go to Knott's. Knott's. I, I know that um, Knott's, Disney, Disney is open, right? 
No way. Yeah, because I saw. No, they closed. No, 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 it's yeah, open. Yeah, Disney. Disney's closed. They're using it right now as a for vaccines, right? Yeah, mm. they're using it as a vaccine station. Because yeah, believe Dodger it Stadium. or not, I think downtown Disney. Believe it or open, not, okay. Mickey Mouse pulled the fucking plug. Whether it hurt his balls or not, he he knew. <laughs> he knew I need to shut it down, or like this media is gonna storm me. Yeah. So the you know I. I'm not gonna lie to you, Jose. I I miss theme parks too i don't think to the point where i'm like dang i really want to go back um but dude what i really miss honestly the most is like the halloween version of those things oh yeah 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 like one year for my birthday we went to uh universal studio horror nights and dude that shit was so tight (laughs) like i'd been before but you know it's different when you're an adult you go you can get drunk or get buzzed or whatever and then have a good time yeah and uh I really, I really miss that. I wanted to do it again last year for my birthday, uh, but with COVID being around, we couldn't really do much, so it kind of sucked. But I, I, that's what I miss the most in terms of like amusement parks. And I really love Disney. Getting drunk at Disneyland is pretty badass. I don't know if you guys have ever been or. Uh, why, but. I've been to both parks, but I've never had the opportunity to get drunk in Disney. So. Oh, dude! I got shit faced. I had a Disney pass for two years, and um, those of you listening, I, I have the the formula man so they let you bring in like water um energy drinks and if you go down to the liquor store and buy the big monster the one that has you know the little plastic wrap over the can yeah to those of you that have you you so you know when you open up that can the plastic stays on the lid yeah like it's really hard to get it off so if you take it off pour out some of your monster and you're pouring jaeger in there you got a jaeger bomb <laughs> and it's a big fucking can so when you lit it back up the plastic goes right over it again like it was never touched so i would walk into disney every single night <laughs> with my jaeger bombs and i would put it in the little basket where they search your shit and they every single day they would look at it look at my plastic and give it right back to me no shit no, really they they would never bat and i me and my friends would all they i don't know how they didn't find it suspicious that four of us would show up at like 9 p.m which is when they stopped charging for parking so we'd go in for two three hours and leave but we would all show up with our own monsters so i don't know how they did it no <laughs> like shit. bat an eye to it yeah dude so that is definitely the easiest way to get drunk see these uh these life hacks though uh this is what i miss about like pre-pandemic i know it's kind of like being cheap but dude like i don't blame you bro like getting Buying beers at Disneyland is fucking expensive, man. You spend like ten bucks for and a little piece only of shit beer. They don't sell it. They don't sell it inside and in, inside Disneyland, the main Disneyland. They don't sell alcohol. If you want alcohol, you have to go. You have to go to California Adventure. Yeah. Well, they do sell it and inside the, of Disneyland now. Ever since Star Wars. Oh, at the open, Star Wars one, right? It, yeah. yeah, you're right. Um, but I used to have a park hopper, so I didn't. I didn't care, dude. <laughs> like to me, I'd I'd go wherever I, you know, we. Go get a little bit sauced first. Hit up the California Dreamin' or Screamin', I think is the Incredicoaster now. Hit that shit up real quick. You know, have some fun over there mm-hmm. and then go go fuck some shit up in Disneyland. No, like, don't get me wrong. I would show up with the monster and I would still buy a beer in there, you know? But if yeah. I can bring in my... If it's BYOB, you better believe. <laughs> yeah, definitely. 100%. Because it gets expensive, man. I'm not going to lie to you. There's no... I think that's a big, like everyone knows if you have the opportunity to bring in your own alcohol to disneyland everyone will do it and no one like there's going to be a select few like 
you know what type of people we're talking about that are going to be like, oh my god, he brought alcohol. I'm snitching. Yeah. I think I think you have the right idea though with that like the bigger, like the one the mm-hmm. the bigger monster that looks like a bullet. You just uh-huh. you know you do it you do it right and then no one tells you know can tell what you got up in there. Nope. So and you got so much of it. I think that's the the strategy right there. As <laughs> you pretend you don't got shit, but you got everything you got. You know, that's tight. You got everything you need. Yeah, hell yeah! So that's badass. Um, I got to try that when the shit goes back to normal. Yes, you definitely should. Um, dang. So obviously, I miss the movies a lot. Jose missed amusement parks. What is something that you missed from pre-pandemic times, uh, Bradley? Uh I want to say the travel. Even though, even though I I've traveled, I traveled during the pandemic. But it's not the same because pre-pandemic, I went to, I went to Argentina, Brazil, and Canada, uh, fairly constantly, mainly to Canada, uh, and it's just I have that craving. I I want to travel again. I want to um, be able to take some pictures and do whatever. But uh, I don't know. Plus, like I'm just focusing on my uh, on my job right now. To trying to get out yeah. and stuff like that, and try to figure out what I want to do, but other than that, I just I I want to say travel and and being able to visit friends and stuff, um, because yeah, right now I could go visit like I did last time, but mm-hmm. uh, it's not the same. It's not the same because we can't do the same things that we used to, you know. Like yeah. <clears throat> before, we were I would go down there and be uh, we would go to James Games, we would go to each other's houses. We would uh, be going to the bars and whatnot, and just just hang out. But now, it, like this last time that I went, it was just uh, which is fine. But like we went to go hang out at Juan's house, um, and I didn't really get to do much. I didn't even go to the mall or anything like that. So it's just like it's whatever. But mm-hmm. COVID, man. Yeah. So I kind of got like a real question for you guys. Like, where where does everyone stand with bars? Like how do how does how do we feel? Um, like I I think we're all kind of millennials here. Mm-hmm. How does everyone feel about bars? We we cool. Like, we we like bars. We don't like bars. Like like general bars consensus. right now or like not like, in pandemic. Just, bars just in general. Just like, in general. Like so before it, the it. pandemic, you know, like what did, what did we think about bars? How how are we feeling? I'm, What's our general consensus in here? Personally, big fan of bars. <laughs> okay. Brandon, what about bars? It depends. It depends because I'm not I'm not a. Uh, there's a lot of type of bars I want to say, uh, mm-hmm. but the the ones that I normally go to would be like, I guess very manilio uh, manilio type of bars, very hipster type of bars I want to say sorry, very hipster oh, type. Oh, you're good. Um, there's this one called Lotus here, uh, and it's a cider bar, and they have uh, retro video games and stuff like that in there, like Super Nintendo and stuff. So you could be drinking. And be playing pool or video games or whatever, and it's actually very chill, very fun. Um, there's other places that I've been to that, like uh, Cider Farm, it's kind of like a slash bar but farm, and it's mm-hmm. a, a normally if you want a day drink, you go there because they also have like <laughs> you, you, they have a, they have a lot of testers, they have a, a pizza joint literally in there. So if you get hungry and stuff, you just buy some pizza and stuff, and then you get this nice scenery of the the Cider Farm and whatnot but um uh yeah normally before the pandemic i was a 
pretty much a, a bar hopper. I would I would go to a lot of bars and stuff. Like even even one time I I was working out with a friend, and yeah, after the workout we went straight to a bar and we were just drinking, <laughs> all sweaty, oh, all sweaty and shit. But um, but yeah, it's just like it it wasn't a relax relaxing like after workout thing, you know. Yeah. Um, but I, I enjoy it, especially like if it, if it's not if it's a clean bar, if it's a really nice place to hang out. Uh, I'm not that type of person that likes to go to like a, a a pool bar, and it's like people smoking and like you see a bunch of like, um, what's it called slutty peep like women in there and also <laughs> nah, like it's just like ruins the whole experience for me and stuff. You're talking about like like the the bars that kind of act like a club kind of thing. Kinda, yeah. Actually, there's yeah. there's a, a gay bar here in in downtown Tacoma. Um, I mean, it's a, it's a, it's a cool place, but it's just so fucking trashy, dude. It's called uh, I think it's called Uniform uh, Unicorn or something. I don't know, but it's a gay bar. It's a gay bar, and since I have a lot of gay friends and stuff like, like that, has that clubby like that clubby vibe. Yeah. So mm-hmm. so it's just like it's cool because of your friends and stuff like that but at the same time like it's not a place that i would like to go hang out during the day or like mm-hmm. on my own mm-hmm. oh okay no i get that yeah that's i get fair. that definitely because like they're like in downtown pomona like that's where i would go bar hopping all every almost every weekend because that's just like you know what friend like what you guys do is like we're gonna go hang out at this house gonna do this like that was their form of socializing like we're gonna go catch a couple beers at the at the bars and they had everything you could think of. You had that just like I don't know if you've ever been to Richie to O'Donovan's. No. Yeah, O'Donovan's is yes. tight. <laughs> yeah, that place is cool because it's like it's more of like you stand up or sit down and you're socializing with your friends. Rather, where you go to like a couple establishments over, you have the DJ fucking bumping. You have people fucking walking around dancing. Everyone's it's hectic. You can't hear your friends. So that like that is where I think you're saying like stay like it doesn't catch your attention because you're. Like, that's not the right environment to, like, socialize with your friends. To have, like, people think that's fun. I mean, that's what they went to do. But personally, for us, I think, like, yeah, we're going to go hang out and where we could, like, talk about shit. Like, enjoy mm-hmm. each other's company and have a beer at the same time. Which is what I think O'Donovan's was perfect for. So, I want to say, um, as as we get older, especially for you, Richie, because you're roughly my age. But as, as yeah. we get older, have you noticed a change of taste in liquor? Because personally, personally, like I went from from cheap liquor to uh, uh, with beer, cheap beer too. Then I went to nicer beer, and then I went to like uh, nice expensive liquor, and then I went to expensive beer, and then I went to ciders and you know wine and all that stuff. So I, I started stepping up my game over the years. I guess you could say. Uh, has that happened to you? Uh, if I had to say. Uh, as a kid, I was definitely drinking cheap beer, uh, like Cold 45s or mm-hmm. uh, Bud Eyes or Mickey's or whatever. Uh, but I think that was just kind of like a sign of my age. I was just trying to get anything that would get me fucked up, right? So obviously, <laughs> I was, it wasn't like my intent to drink like good alcohol. Uh, and then <laughs> It was the getting there. <laughs> yeah, it was just kind of like, well, I just want to get fucked up. And, you know, that's the whole point. And then as I got older, um, like when I could actually buy alcohol by that time, uh, I was I had already kind of like developed a taste for beer, mm-hmm. uh, and I was drinking Dos Equis whenever I 
like had the choice to drink beer. And I really liked that for a while. And then like I'm currently 29. So the time that I can remember that I was actually like really into choosing a beer was around like 24, 25. And that's when I really got into um, there's this beer called an Old Rasputin. Mm. It's a really dark stout. Yeah. Um, it's really good. I like it. Uh, and that's like the first time that I started like trying different beers. Um, and like you said, my my taste in beer kind of changed. I wanted fancier things, just because I you know you, when I go out like dude I could get a I could get a Los Equis anytime that we grilled or did any stupid ass shit. But right now that I'm out, you know, like do I want to get another Los Equis or do I want to try something else? You know, something yeah. that they carry on tap. So my choice did change. Uh, and then around that time, I actually started drinking a lot of, uh, like, whiskey. <laughs> yeah. Um, and scotch. And now I'm kind of on that. Like, I, I really like that. Or I really liked that, should I say. Past tense, I really like that. I, I yeah. still do like it. Um, my thing is, though, is I kind of don't really like drinking. Um, like, I don't really give a shit about the feeling, dude. Like, it's kind of cool. It's kind of lame, you know, like, it's so hard for me to get to that, like, perfect point of, like, riding the line of blackout, but still, like, conscious of what you're doing, but you just don't give a shit because everything feels good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, for me, it's it's hard to get there. Uh, so, honestly, like, if we're being 100% clear, I'd rather get stoned. <laughs> I think getting high is a lot better feeling, and it it just, like, I don't know, dude. Like when I whenever I get really stoned, like really good stoned, I love the feeling of like my whole body being on channel f- like three. That's like a a reference for those of you who like grew up in the old school, like put your TV on channel three to play video games. Mm-hmm. But it's basically like white noise. <laughs> yeah. So my body feels like that, and uh, like to me, that's a way better feeling than being drunk. So I would say that at my current age, I don't even really care too much about alcohol. I'd rather just get really stoned mm. and not like excessively stoned where like i dab and i do all this stuff and like all i talk about is getting high and like that's my personality but like if i if i had the choice of like using something or like doing a substance it would probably 110 percent be marijuana mm. so what about you jose like do you do you uh start noticing at your age right now that you're changing on on your taste buds? definitely yeah Definitely. So yeah, I because um, I wasn't a big drinker. Like, I don't think I had my first beer to like. I think I'm on the later end of the spectrum, maybe 19, close to 20. Like, well, like where I had my first like own beer, you know, like I would sneak sips from like like my dad's Bud Lights and shit, and like I never liked it. But then when I I noticed that like this is what my friends are doing. This is like what socializing is. I started, and like Richie said, we all started in the same boat. King Cobra, Colt 45, <laughs> Mickey's, you know? The and um, to this day, I still go, like, if I want to just have a beer while I'm studying or just hanging out, I will go get myself a King Cobra just so I can, like, remember where I'm from, like, you know, humble myself. But it doesn't taste good. And that when Jose's electricity went out. Um, so sorry, guys, to cut it off at this point, but... Um, we had some technical issues, but that'll be all for this week. Thank you so much for listening, and we'll see you next week with a new episode of Dubious. Thank you. Oh, and by the way, the pizza of Poison Juan was Pizza Hut, so now you know. 